Hello and welcome to the Feel It to Heal It podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Kelly, and I am a clinically trained therapist, emotional wellness and life coach, and healer. My mission is to help as many humans as possible feel safe to feel their feelings in order to create a life beyond their wildest dreams. Thank you for being here and let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. I am doing an impromptu live announcement for my new program. I am so excited about this program. This just came to me the night before I did my VIP day in Paris with my mentor, Yaro. I was laying in bed trying to fall asleep. And this idea just came to me. It was like, holy shit, I need to create a course for single people. Because this has been such a huge part of my journey of going from very anxiously attached to building the secure attachment and it feeling like fucking just freedom, the epitome of freedom that I was like, I need to create a program for people to help them embody their most powerful, connected, single self. So drum roll. My new program is called Powerfully Single. This is a five-week live program starting August 4th to embody your most connected, powerful, single self. So this program is for single people who are looking to get back into dating, who are already in dating and need some support in the dating world, or for people who have no interest in dating right now other than dating themselves. So if you are single and you want to learn how to really enjoy and get the most out of your time being single, or if you're single and you're like me and you're kind of ready to dip your toes back into the dating world after being out of it for a while, or maybe you've been in the dating world for you know, years and years, what feels like forever, and you need some guidance in how to date from a place of grounded, secure, confident, powerful energy, rather than your inner child, your dysregulated nervous system, your childhood trauma running the show. (laughs) Because the fact is, is that our attachment wounding shows up the most in romantic connections, because this mimics the parent-child relationship in terms of the intimacy. So a parent-child relationship is super close and intimate and a primary attachment in the child's lives. And then when we grow up and we start dating and we're adults, we end up having these attachment wounds show up in those connections because it's just a a more intimate, close relationship. So to clarify, when I say intimate, a lot of people hear intimate and they think of sex. It's not just sex. Intimate just means close. It means allowing someone to see all parts of yourself, all of the parts that we have repressed due to shame and all of the reasons why we repress because we don't feel safe to fully show our most authentic selves. So when I say intimate, sex is one form of intimacy, but it is not all of intimacy. Just like money is one form of abundance, but it's not all of abundance. So I use intimacy interchangeably with 
closeness with someone being your primary attachment, because that is the type of connection where all of your attachment wounding will show up. So why did I create this program? I feel so excited about this program. Like, whoo, like so excited about it. I think this is going to be the most fun course and program I've done yet. And it's my first live one. I've done the Secure Entrepreneur, which was um, a pre-recorded one, a self-paced one. This is going to be the first one that's live where you can sign up and join me and get five live sessions with me where you get hot seat coaching, where you get psychoeducation and guidance into how to become a connected, powerful dater. And so there's five modules that I want to go over with you. The first is called the disconnected dater. So we're going to dive deep into how you are disconnecting from yourself when you're dating, when you're spending time alone with yourself, looking at what addictive behaviors you're using to numb out. So for example, when I was first moving to San Diego, I had just gone through literally the worst heartbreak of my life. I had found a man in New York that I literally was ready to marry and have his babies ASAP Rocky, <laughs> but I knew that I was moving to California. So we went into it knowing that the relationship was probably going to be short term, but it was incredibly heartbreaking because we both felt like we found the one, like we were like, holy shit, what's happening. I'm supposed to be moving across country. You're staying here. Why are we like, why is the universe bringing this now? And the universe always brings us relationships that we need for our highest healing. And that relationship transformed me into the person I am today. It highlighted where my anxious attachment was still activated. I'm getting sweaty just talking about all this. <laughs> and it highlighted what I want in a relationship, what I don't want in a relationship, all of the things. And so it was incredibly cathartic for me, healing for me. It was also during the time where my mom was dying. So just having that support. Anyway, I can go on and on about that another time. But the point is, is that I was leaving New York feeling completely heartbroken, heart shattered, like literally had never experienced that type of pain in my life. And then I got to San Diego we were doing long distance for a little bit and he came to visit for his birthday. And then we realized like, we have to allow ourselves to move on. Like this is too fucking painful. So after that, I was single again and I hadn't been single in like two and a half years because I had met this person six weeks after a, my longest relationship of two years. So it was like back to back. It was a lot. The guy before him, I was supposed to move here with, and I broke up with him after throwing him this birthday party and not moving here with him. And it was, oh my God, it was a fucking heartbreak after heartbreak after heartbreak. 2019 was my darkest night of the soul year and one that completely changed my life forever. But it was one of those years where I was like, holy shit, how am I going to make it out alive? So much pain, my poor heart. So fast forward to this time I'm now single and I'm like getting back on the dating apps and I'm, you know, exploring. And I was like, oh my God, I'm single again. Like I can go on dates. I can do whatever I want. And ended up meeting one of my really good friends to this day. Love him so much. Um, he ended up being like a friends with benefits situation. And we were literally just like best friends, no romance between us, but also 
would hook up and all the benefits. So it was like, I was single, but I also like had this connection. And when I look back at that time, it was almost like this friend needed to come in (laughs) to help ease me out of this heartbreak. And I still didn't feel safe to just be fully alone. And my highest self always knew the power of being alone, like feeling safe to be alone, because I had grown up with, you know, my parents got divorced and then my mom was just in relationship from relationship to relationship. Sometimes the relationships would overlap. Sometimes we would be living with her one partner where she was then moving in with another partner and it caused so much chronic uh, instability, trauma, my anxious attachment was so strongly developed from all of that because I was always fighting for mom's attention as a kid. And now that I know what I know, I know that mom was also suffering from deep, deep, deep anxious attachment, deep fear of abandonment. She did not feel safe to be alone. And so I always kind of prided myself of like, I'm not going to end up like her. I'm going to know how to feel safe to be alone. I'm not going to need a man to make me feel safe. And I was able to do this to an extent. I was able to take space between relationships. I was able to go years without dating anyone. But when I look back at what I was doing with my alone time, I was binging Netflix, I was binging food, I was binging alcohol, I was binging weed, I was binging sex, I was binging dating, I was binging dating apps, I was binging social media, I was binging all the things. I was overworking. I was like, I went through this period where I was obsessed with fitness. Like I would go like all in extremes to these things and I never felt safe to just be to just be with myself without all of the distractions. What do I mean by just be? Because you'll hear me talk about this a lot and you might be wondering, well, like, what does that look like? Like I have clients who ask me, so does it just mean that I like lay on the floor and stare at the ceiling? Maybe, or it just means that you take time to come home to yourself. You take time to connect back to What is actually happening for me energetically and emotionally when I am engaging in all these different addictive behaviors from this place of soothing, numbing, avoiding, distracting, running away, and actually being able to notice like what is happening in my body, what emotionally is coming up for me, and can I just slow down? Can I just take a deep breath? Can I actually spend time with myself without engaging in all the addictive behaviors? And at this time, it was right before the pandemic. I moved six months before the pandemic started. And the pandemic allowed me to literally, because I had a lot of medical trauma. I was so fucking triggered by COVID at the beginning. And I literally stayed in my apartment alone for about eight months. I did not see anyone. I didn't hug anyone in eight months. And it really was the beginning of this journey for me. It forced me to figure out how to be with myself. And yes, during that time, I was still watching TV. I was still ordering all the pizza. I was still doing all the things, but I also learned how to slow down a little bit. I started taking naps. I started, I ordered a ukulele and started teaching myself how to play the ukulele. I started learning those TikTok dances I, you know, just was able to feel safe to rest a little bit more going to the beach, like not working as much. Um, at the time I was working at the YMCA and it was 
doing virtual sessions and these were elementary school age kids. So they weren't really able to do virtual sessions. So I really didn't have a lot of work. So it was really the first time where I was like, holy shit, my nervous system has been going and going and going and it's fucking exhausted and it needs to rest. And so I allowed myself to rest and my anxious attachment was still activated. And I didn't realize this when I was single because when I was single, I'm like, oh, I'm so independent. I feel so safe being alone. Like at least I thought I did. But then I would get into a relationship. So my next relationship after that, someone that I met during COVID, all of the triggers came out again. All of little Rachel's behaviors came out again. All of my validation wound behaviors came out again. And I was like, holy shit, why do I feel so confident and secure and independent when I'm not dating, when I'm just focusing on me? But as soon as I get into a relationship, I feel batshit crazy. Like, what is that? And I didn't know what it was. <laughs> and then about a year after that, or no, like eight months after that, we broke up. And that led me to hiring my mentor because I was, I realized like, I have some serious work to do. Like, I don't want to feel this way in relationships. I want to feel grounded and secure and safe and powerful and confident regardless of if I'm dating or if I'm single. And so then I hired my mentor and we started working on my anxious attachment and it all clicked. It all made sense. I was like, oh, this is why when I'm in a relationship, this is activated. But when I'm single, it's not, there's not that mirror. There's not that primary attachment to really highlight all of the ways in which little me is still running the show. So, you know, when I was single, I could, I could feel good enough, right? I could cook, I could do these things with myself. And like, I always had that within me, but what was missing was the unconditional level of internal safety where no matter what dating, not dating, I still felt connected and anchored home to myself as my own primary attachment. So what happened was my mentor then became my primary attachment and all of the things that came out with my partners and my parents during childhood came out with her. And this was really embarrassing, but it was also fucking potent and powerful because she was able to see what happens for me in my relationships, in my closest relationships. She was able to see my control come out. She was able to see my validation wound come out. She was able to see how graspy I would get because I did not feel safe. I always felt like I was going to be abandoned. I kept perceiving everyone abandoning me. And that was my childhood trauma coming out in the present. And so fast forward two years, this entire time working together, I have not had a partner since. I've had experiences since. I had, as you guys may have heard me talk about for my come home to yourself program, I had a neighbor that I was very anxiously attached to and we had a connection and we had a thing, but we were never fully together. So I haven't had a partner since starting this work. And through these different experiences and the neighbor situation and all of that, I was able to heal deeper and deeper layers of my anxious attachment. My mentor gave me the assignment of no dating, no sex for 
six months. I made it five months before I was intimate with my neighbor. And then fast forward, I went another 11 months. Yeah, 11 months before I really started dating and 11 months before I had sex again. The reason for this was because I was relating to men, dating, sex, all of it through my inner child trying to get their needs met. Attunement, validation, soothing, safety, my safety being wrapped up in another person. And I needed to have space and time to really work on this stuff before going back in. And so what happened was I started really loving being with myself, like as I was processing, as I was releasing pain from my body, as I was coming into more of my own safety, more of my own power, feeling more deeply connected to myself than ever before, I really started to cherish my alone time. And so I started getting these signs from the universe that I should prepare for my life partner. And I was like, no, I was like, no, thank you universe. I'm not ready. I will let you know when I'm ready. And sure enough, that's my control coming out because we cannot control when we meet people, just like during my single, my single period before meeting my neighbor, I was like, I don't want to deal with this. Like, I don't want to deal. My last relationship scarred me because of how triggered I was that I was like, I don't want to deal with that. And sure enough, the universe was like, nope, you're going to move into this complex after moving out with your ex and you're going to meet someone else that's going to trigger you in an even deeper way. And we just have to fucking surrender and be like, okay, this is happening for me. It's not enjoyable. We don't get what we want, but we get what we need. And (laughs) so now I was getting all these signs. I was having so much resistance and I was really just scared. I was so scared. I was like, I don't want to feel this way in relationships anymore. Like I'm so scared that all of it's going to come out again. And I just wanted to avoid it. Like fully, honestly, I was like, nope, let me avoid it until I couldn't avoid it anymore. So there was one day where I was in the car, I was driving a friend to this job and I told myself I wasn't going to go on Instagram that weekend. So I ended up going on Bumble, which like I would randomly go on the apps maybe once every few months. Like it wasn't a consistent thing, but something in me was just like Bumble. And looking back, I could say, oh yeah, that was me engaging in my addictive behaviors, not being able to just like enjoy the scenery and like take a few breaths in myself and not constantly have to be busying or doing something. And I also think that there was something in me that knew that I was meant to have this experience. So, you know, you can look at it both ways, but I think because of the work that I had done when I ended up matching with this person, it just ended up like being where I only needed to be on it for that day to match with this person. Anyway, so I matched with this person that I'd matched with before and the timing wasn't right because I was in New York and I kind of forgot about him. I kind of ghosted him. I didn't even mean to. I just like forgot to respond to his message and we matched again. And for those that have listened to my dating diaries episode, that was match number one. So I'm not going to go into the whole story again, because that is on another episode, but that was the start of my dating in the present, this new dating chapter. 
And my anxious attachment was so activated with this guy because his energy was so inconsistent, so ungrounded. His anxious attachment was activated. It was a hot mess, like truly a hot mess. And we had a connection that we needed to see through. And so fast forward to the present, I'm now at this place in my life where I'm still exploring things with match number four. Again, if you don't know who I'm talking about, you can listen to that episode. And it is a completely different experience. Like he's definitely more on the avoidantly attached side. Um, It's a much slower start because we're both Capricorns who have businesses that like have big visions for our lives and just are focusing on ourselves. And I compare it to when I was like head over heels in love with the guy in New York. And it's like that experience was like fairy tale, like bringing me roses every day, taking me out to these romantic dates, like all the things that I would want. And Again, the universe does not give us what we want. It gives us what we need for our highest growth and transformation. So right now I don't need someone to be like obsessing over me, giving me all these flowers, making all these grand gestures. I need someone where I am going to be forced to deepen my connection, my secure attachment with myself. So it's been a much kind of slower burn Um, he's also non-monogamous. There's a lot of different layers of both of our attachment styles in terms of mixing. So there is a lot to see how it all unfolds, but I've also been getting a lot of signs from the universe about him. And it's something that I need to see through. But the beautiful part about this is that I haven't sacrificed myself in the process, the way that I would do with every other relationship, I would abandon my own self. I would abandon what I'm working on. I would abandon my own time and energy. I wouldn't honor my boundaries. I wouldn't even have boundaries. (laughs) And now I'm at the point where it's like, I just feel safe to stay connected to me. I feel safe to stay focused on me. I feel safe to allow whatever is meant to happen with this person or anyone else I meet and just keeping things open and riding the wave of it and not feeling graspy. Like we've been on three dates and I have not felt graspy. And for those of you who suffer from anxious attachment, the way that I used to, you know what I'm talking about. That graspy feeling of like, oh my God, did he text me back? Oh my God, I don't want him to leave. Oh my God, can he stay a little bit longer? Oh my God, like just this graspy baby energy. And I used to feel that literally with everyone, especially once we got to the point of being intimate with each other. It was like, graspy, graspy, graspy. (laughs) And now I'm just like, oh, okay. Like everything's fine. I'm safe. Like it's all okay. And it just feels freeing. It feels grounded. It feels like clean energy. It feels like, it just feels like I'm safe to be in the present. And I want everyone to feel this way. And so in full transparency, this one course is not going to get you to that full place where I'm at of like, full secure attachment, full feeling free. Like that requires the deep nervous system healing work that I do with my clients in my higher level container insight. But what this course will do is it will allow you to look at where are you, where is your inner child showing up? Where are you relating from that attachment wounding energy, whether you're more anxiously attached, avoidantly attached, disorganized, whatever your attachment style is, 
and looking at some ways to bring that awareness, but also to relate in a new way. Because in order for us to build internal safety, we have to show our nervous system, show not tell, show our nervous system that we are safe to relate in a new way. So back to the modules, that was a very long side tangent away from the modules, but module one, the disconnected data, looking at how you're disconnecting from yourself and then how the external is reflecting that in your dating life, because the external always reflects the internal with relationships, with money, with beliefs. We create what we believe, but we can't shift our beliefs if we do not process the stored trauma in our bodies. Module two is called a sacred sanctuary. So this is looking at how can you create this really like you space, this cozy, sacred, safe space, both physically in your home. So like I look at my apartment now and it's me. It's like I have these like Amanda Francis money here. I'm just going to show you. I have these Amanda Francis money mantras hanging up. I have my client's artwork hanging all over. I have a mermaid because I feel like I'm a mermaid. I have flowers. I have my vision board. I have like my Oracle thing. I have plants. Like I have all of it. Like it's just me, my LED mask. Like it all just feels like me. And so looking at how can you create a space and have that space reflect how you want to feel energetically inside and also looking, how are you treating your internal home, your internal sanctuary? So we're going to look at how you're treating yourself, nutrition, exercise, self-care practices. Like, do you spend time to nourish yourself both with food, but also with like activities that make you feel the way that you would want a partner to make you feel? So like, baths or oils or flowers. Like I have a guy in our men's group who buys himself flowers every single week. And then he posts a picture of them in our group Slack. And it's like just those self-love practices. And then we also look at how you're connecting to yourself. So we talk a lot about self-pleasure, self-connection to your body how when you're relating to self-pleasure from a place of an activated inner child, it's like really focused on like soothing yourself and like binge watching porn, like all these things rather than can you just feel safe enough to like touch your body, connect to your body, like just, it's just a different energy. So we talk about that. And then module three is looking at your single habit. So what are you doing as a single person? Like what are your day-to-day -day habits that you're building during this period of being single? Where, again, where are you avoiding yourself? Like all of the things. And then module four is becoming your own best date. So you guys are going to take yourself out on dates. You're going to be in the discomfort and get real comfortable with the discomfort of having to be alone with yourself in a way that's not numbing and being with the emotions that come up with that. And then module five is a powerfully single you. So what is this new version of yourself look like? How do they relate to the dating world? How do they spend their evenings? Like I used to literally spend my evenings binging Netflix every night, eating crappy food, going to bed late, not brushing my teeth, letting the dishes sink, the dishes sink, the sink, letting, <laughs> letting the dishes sit in the sink. 
And just again, like not connecting to myself. Now I spend my nights connecting with myself in a multitude of ways. I, and you might hear this and be like, well, that doesn't sound fun, but trust me, my mentor and I were saying earlier, you don't know how good it feels until you know how good it feels. Every single night I chant, I meditate, I journal, I create my vision for my life. I create for my business. I read, I listen to sound baths. I take naps. I hang out with people who feel in alignment. I set boundaries with those who don't feel in alignment. I go on really fun dates with like men that have been so much more aligned. I used to attract men that were like the broken soul that needed a therapist. And I was going into codependency caretaker mode. Now I attract men who go to therapy already, who are working on themselves, who know what manifestation is, who wants to build generational wealth. Like who have emotional intelligence, who are fucking tall as shit because I love tall men. Like I used to settle for all the things and justify why I shouldn't want those things or justify why the person was good enough. Like I used to date a guy who was shorter than me and I convinced myself for two years that I was okay with it. I wasn't. And it's nothing against him. It's just, I know what I'm attracted to and I know what I want in a partnership. And I feel safe enough to just own that now rather than making it mean anything about me or the other person or putting the other person's needs before my own and being like, oh, well, I should, you know, it's not their fault. They're blah, blah, blah. And they're just like, I would always see the good in people, which is a beautiful trait about myself. And I would use it as a way to justify abandoning my own desires and needs. And I would feel guilty around that. So now it's like, I feel really clear on what I'm calling in and I'm attracting people who are more and more like that and allowing myself to just be present without attaching on to like, how is this going to go? And like, just feeling safe to be in the unknown, feeling safe for the person to live their own life and for me to live my own life and to see how it goes and like, just take each moment by moment. I also spend time with friends who are more in alignment and then realizing that there are some friends that are not in alignment who I don't spend as much time with. So feeling safe to protect my time and my energy. And of course, doing all of this in a really kind, compassionate way, like not closing my heart off to anyone. I still talk to so many people, but I just don't spend as much time and energy with them. And that's okay because they're just in a different place and I'm in a different place and we're on just two different paths and it's just alignment doesn't mean anything about me or them it just means alignment is where you're not forcing things that aren't naturally aligning okay module one the disconnected dater imagine going through scrolling obsessively on dating apps to realize what a powerful badass you are this is what we do module two a sacred sanctuary Let's move you out of feeling like a hot mess express from the inside out to being your most powerful self and the flirty and hot dater you are. Module three, your single habits. Learn to stop avoiding yourself and deeply connect with yourself so you feel safe to be the one to choose. It all starts with choosing you. Module four, becoming your own best date. It is time for you to stop not knowing how to be alone. Your alone time is precious and valuable, and this module will guide you into cherishing it. Module five, last but not least, the powerfully single you. No more anxious, graspy baby energy or baby avoidant energy, depending on which way you swing in your attachment style. 
Let's guide you to being your most powerful single self where you'll feel like a whole new you. So Powerfully Single includes five live calls starting Friday, August 4th at 4 p.m. Pacific and every Friday after that for five weeks. It will be recorded for those who can only make some of the live calls and not the others. It includes journal prompts and homework in between sessions. So I will be guiding you guys on taking yourselves out on fun, fabulous dates of how to be with the discomfort when it will come up, not if, when, because it is uncomfortable. That's kind of the whole point. And we are going to help you build habits that support your healing and your expansion and healing of your nervous system. And it's going to just be so, so fun. So those are the five modules. That's what it comes with. For this week only, so from today, which I'm recording this on June 30th, Friday, to Friday, July 7th, the cost will be early bird pricing of 333 You can either pay in full or do two payments. After that, up until the start of the course, so basically July 7th to August 4th, the price will go up to 555 And then after the course is done and recorded, it will be 888 so I really encourage you guys, if you are feeling this, if you are vibing with this, if you want to feel so fucking secure where regardless if you're dating others, dating yourself, building that deep self-connection and allowing yourself to surround yourself, <laughs> I'm saying yourself a lot, surround yourself with aligned connections, aligned dates, aligned friendships, aligned energy, this is the course for you. It's going to be so fun. We're going to talk about like, how to just fall in love with yourself, how to fall in love with dating yourself, different fun ideas and habits that you can do with, you know, your nervous system, with your physical home and your environment, with how you spend your time and energy. And it's time to get radically honest on how you spend your time and energy, because we are master deluders from ourselves and we can fool ourselves and justify our, you know, maladaptive behaviors forever and ever. And it just keeps us stuck. So if this is landing with you, um, sorry, I'm just editing one part of this module because it's really bothering me. I put, let's move you out of feeling like a hot mess express. Oh no, no, here we go. Um, learn to stop avoiding yourself and deeply connect with yourself connect to yourself. Guys, I'm doing some editing real time here. <laughs> when I tell you this podcast and these Instagram lives are literally the most unfiltered things you will see on the internet, this is what I'm talking about. You get the real live version of how my brain works. Okay. Learn to stop avoiding yourself and deeply connect to yourself. Connect home to yourself. Yes. Okay. So what I'm editing right now is available, uh, at the link in my bio, it is the full description page for Powerfully Single, and it gives you all of the juicy deets of what this program is. And just a reminder, this course is not just for if you are actively dating, it's for just any point in your single journey. If you don't want to be single anymore, if you do want to stay single, if you just want to be open to whatever happens, because again, we really don't have much control, that is for you. 
Um, you can also take this course if you've never done this healing work with me. This is a beautiful entry point to doing this deeper work. Um, I have payment plans. Again, if you can't attend the live sessions, it'll all be recorded. So I think those are all the details about it. I am so excited. I think it's going to be so, so fun just having a group of all of us single badasses together really taking our secure attachment, our power, our embodiment to the next level. This is for all genders, literally any human, any single human, whether you're just getting out of a breakup and you're fucking heartbroken and want to alchemize that pain, or you are in a new situationship or maybe a new relationship and you're still kind of navigating it, like, and you're not fully in it, you're still single, but exploring things, right? Like, this is the course for you. I also want to just share a little bit around like if you're feeling certain ways and kind of knowing like, is this for me? Is this not? So powerfully single is for you. If you feel anxious, scared, or insecure about being single, I'm just going to read you my sales page right now. Why not? It's open. It's here. If you want to be able to feel safe, enjoying your singlehood and your alone time, like truly enjoy it, not just like, oh yeah, I love being single, blah, blah, blah. If you're tired of wasting time and energy, obsessively scrolling dating apps or bar hopping, let me clarify, there's nothing wrong with dating apps. I am on the dating apps. It's the energy in which we're relating to the dating apps. Are we like constantly like, oh, or are we like, okay, we are safe. It's okay. Everything's fine. If you find yourself binging Netflix or porn every night instead of feeling safe to be present and truly live, again, there's nothing wrong with porn or Netflix. It's the energy in which we are relating to these things. If you want your inner child and addictive behaviors to stop running the show, if you want to stop showing up with graspy baby energy in your dating life, or if you want to stop avoiding dating and showing up as your most powerful badass self, if you're tired of ordering endless DoorDash alone at time, alone at home, and you want to like mix it up a little bit and like nourish yourself and treat yourself like the queen or king or whoever you are and want to show other people how to treat you, you have to go first. You have to show other people how to treat you. If you're tired of prioritizing everyone else above yourself, if you don't know how to set boundaries, if you don't know how to, again, communicate to a person you're dating how you want to be treated, you can't expect them to read your mind. If you're tired of living in a messy place with a sink full of dishes, constantly telling yourself you'll get to them eventually, me. If you're tired of engaging in self-pleasure practices like masturbation from an energy of addiction and self-soothing rather than deep, sensual, loving connection with yourself. Sex is a big topic that we're going to be covering in this because the way in which we are relating to it from an activated inner child place rather than from like feeling safe to say no, feeling safe to wait. I was someone that like would always pride myself and like, oh yeah, I'm into casual, whatever. But like it, I wasn't valuing it. I wasn't honoring it. I was just kind of being so casual about it, which, you know, oh, it said the connection. There we go. Okay. Wait, oh my God, the connection again guys, what is happening with my internet? So what I was saying is that at that time in my life, you know, that felt in alignment, but it also was probably coming from a trauma response because now I'm like, oh, I don't need to rush things or I don't need to 
give in to um, being physical with someone just because I think that's what they want or what's going to keep the attachment. It's like, let me really get clear on like trusting myself and what feels aligned for me. So it is time to unlock your most powerful and connected self. This course will make you feel able to genuinely enjoy time alone without the need to numb or distract away from yourself, able to flirt with life, enjoy life, and feel a whole new level of gratitude towards this time alone. I will also teach you and guide you how to text the person you're dating. I spent a whole session in my men's group helping one of my clients text this girl that he's talking to and helping him see where he's just overthinking and he's not feeling safe to be his authentic self. So really like if you're needing help with how do I navigate this and how do I text or communicate from a place of embodied power authenticity, because that's what we need. We need you to be your most authentic self, but first we need to build a safety for you to feel that. Um, you will feel connected to your personal power, increase confidence and trust within yourself safe to enjoy dating and not attach onto everything so heavily. Allow this time being single to be transformative and fun and able to take yourself out on dates, which is very exciting. I love taking myself out on dates. When I was in New York, I took myself to Aladdin and it was a grand old time. And listen, I used to take myself out on dates a lot too. That's not really anything new, but again, it's how am I feeling as I'm doing that? None of the external matters, right? Like you could watch me go on dates two years ago with myself and dates now, or for example, this is a really powerful example. When I went on my third date with match number four, usually the anxious attachment in me would never want there to be silences and I would just lead the conversation. I would ask the questions. I would take initiative. This time I let there be silence and I allowed him space to come forward and initiate. And that's just more enjoyable for both people. You don't want to feel like you constantly have to be talking or, you know, like this anxious energy. You just want it to be like flowy and vibey and just like present. That's what it is. Feeling safe to be present. So we're going to get into all of the juicy support and details of your dating life. I'm going to think of it as like, if you hire a business coach to do a deep dive into your business, I am going to be your personal dating fairy godmother, big sister, whatever you want to call it. And I'm going to coach you into relating from a place that feels so fucking good. And we're going to do a deep dive into your single life. And I'm so excited because this is the good stuff. I'm so fucking excited. So if you are feeling this, if you are vibing with this and you want to join in on the fun, 333 is the price for the next week. Head to link my bio on Instagram, DM me, email me with any questions. And I would love, love, love to have you in. We start August 4th, Friday, and it's going to be so fun. Like literally you're going to get to bring in any live real life examples that you're struggling with. And I will do some hot seat coaching with you in the moment because this shit is my jam. And I would not be guiding anyone through this if I have not first guided myself through it. So I'm going to use everything I've learned, all of the fuck ups, the embarrassing moments, all of it, saving guys a lot of time, a lot of embarrassment, and I'm going to help you. So head to link my bio, sign up. I would love to have you. Let me know if any questions come up and I will see you hopefully in the container.